Welcome to A Love for the Bible, Series 6, Session 10. This is Dave Clark. During Series 6, Session 9, I shared from my book, A Heart for the Bible, the last sections which summarize its key points. Today, I will be interviewing my wife, Helen, about what she has been learning in her daily Bible reading this current year. So, hello, Helen. Hello. I'm happy that you joined David and I this year in reading each day sections from the Old and New Testaments and Psalms and Proverbs. How has this approach been going for you so far this year? So far, so good. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, it's the Bible, and I enjoy reading it no matter how we read it. So. Uh-huh. Okay. But how would you compare and contrast this with the prior plan that you were using, which is the Chronological Bible? Okay, well, I read the Chronological Bible a few years ago, and I really liked it because it helped me with the order of things, especially when we got to the prophets and the kings and how everything went together historically. Mm -hmm. And also the Gospels, it would take one incident at a time and write and put what, what each Gospel wrote about that incident or that miracle that Jesus did. So this one is straight through the Old Testament, um, a little a little of the Old Testament each day, straight through the New Testament, a little of the New Testament each day, as it's written, not chronologically. And then um, a part of a psalm or a whole psalm, if it's short, and then maybe like two or three verses in Proverbs. So that was a little bit hard to get used to at first, because maybe it's just who I am, but I, I'm an orderly person. I liked the chronological. It was you did one thing each day and I really would get into it. Whereas here I'm reading a little of the old, then go back to the new, then a Psalm and then a proverb. And it's four different things every day. So that's the difference between them. And also another difference that is just me is the chronological Bible. It happened to be the one that we had in the house was new international version and the version that I'm reading now is New Living. So there's a little bit of difference there that I'm noticing with the language and that the language is more modern with the New Living. And that has made a difference. I'll talk about that a little bit later. But those are the differences in the two types of readings. So for me, the chronological, I liked the order of it. But also this one has some advantages too. And one of the things is that you get to read something that is more familiar with our Christian faith, you know, the New Testament, something Jesus did, and then something inspirational that might be very practical, like a proverb. You do that every day. You mm -hmm. don't just read 
Leviticus and all of the, you know, all of the laws about burnt offerings, sin offerings, guilt offerings, and then you go off to work and that was your routine for the day. And you think, uh -huh. well, we don't do that anymore, but it was, that was interesting, but we don't do that anymore. What's the point to, to us today? So every day you go out of the house or you, you go about your tasks after you read, if you're reading in the morning like I do, mm -hmm. and you have read something that you could apply that day with the right. that I'm doing now. Yeah. So what would be some examples of readings that you have found particularly helpful? Um, I think um, the the Psalms, for, for example, it was it was the Psalms in the New Living Translation. It wasn't so much the fact that I'm doing this different method. It was more that the New Living Translation versus the New International sometimes makes some things pop out to me and relate to me just a little bit how they're said differently. That it, it reminds me of, say you're in a math class and you're looking at a math problem and somebody explains it to you and you don't quite understand it. And somebody else explains the same math problem to you and they say, oh, now I understand it. Because there's something maybe almost intangible about what they said or how they approached it that makes sense to you. That's kind of what I'm finding with the new living Mm -hmm. And I'll give an example that I read the other day in Psalms, Psalm 33. And I'll read it. I guess I'll read it in the New, the, the new International first. So you know what I've read other years. Um, and it was about God looking down on mankind and he knows what we're doing. And we need to remember that because we need to um, hope Hope, make, we, we need to put our trust in him because he knows everybody. So this is what it says in the New International. From heaven, the Lord looks down and sees all mankind. From his dwelling place, he watches all who live on earth. He who forms the hearts of all, who considers everything they do. No king is saved by the size of his army. No warrior escapes by his great strength. We wait in hope for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. So those are verses 13 through 16 and then verse 20 in the New International, which this one is going to say the same thing. A translation doesn't say something different, but to me, it resonated differently. So it said, the Lord looks down from heaven and sees the whole human race. From his throne, he observes all who live on the earth. He made their hearts, so he understands everything they do. We depend on the Lord alone to save us. Only he can help us, protecting us like a shield. Oh, and verse 16 said, The best equipped army cannot save a king, nor is his great strength enough to save a warrior. And I think the verse that really got to me was, From his throne he observes all who live on earth. He made their hearts, so he understands everything they do. Well, I don't understand everything people do or why we do it but i can ask the lord about it because he does so that was the kind of an aha that he made our hearts he made everybody's hearts he understands everything we do just a little different you know yeah so sometimes um reading the uh the new living bible you just get a little bit more kind of powerful thing to for you in terms of how it, it, you react to it. And I find that true. 
that uh, one translation can just kind of say things in a little bit more impactful way. Yeah. Yes. In, in this case, although the chronological gave me some eye openers as well when I would read that, like a certain psalm would go with a certain aspect of David's life, where now I'm just mm, reading right. psalms all, you know, one after another. They're not being put into context with what was going on right. in David's life, or some of the psalms were written after David. So it's just a different thing. And I, I would, uh, uh, I think your next question was going to be something like, what would you like to pass on to others? May I answer that question now? Uh, okay. <laughs> That's how we got into it. <laughs> so, so I think what I'd like to pass on to people is, you know, if you're, if you're going to make a commitment and read the Bible every year, you know, then try different translations, try different ways of doing it from year to year, because you will be reading the same thing. The Bible is the Bible, but you may find certain things resonate with you differently, just like when you're trying to do a math problem and someone's trying to explain it to you. Sometimes one person's explanation will be just a little different and it's the same problem. You just heard it differently. All of a sudden it clicks. So. All right. Well, thank you. Yes, that is encouragement for us. And that, you know, that reading the Bible all the way through, we can take a little different approach and that we can just see things in a little bit different way. So I want to thank you for joining us and sharing your thoughts. And I want to thank also our listeners for joining me for Series 6, Session 10 of A Love for the Bible. And Series 6, Session 11 will air beginning Tuesday, February 28th at 8 a.m.